Book's Economic Development Corporation facilitates the creation of new jobs and capital investment in Wilkes County, North Carolina. We accomplish this by primarily focusing on retention and expansion of existing and new businesses, along with real estate development. We are here to help you grow. Learn more at wilkesedc.com or give us a call today at 336-838-1501. From white lightning to lightning fast. The Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast covers all the people, places, and things that make Wilkesboro a one-of-a-kind mountain destination. Enjoy lively conversations as we welcome artists, local business leaders, event organizers, and creatives from around Wilkesboro. It's the Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast. And we are thrilled to welcome to the program Terry Parsons, a resident activist and a representative for SMI. By now, most everybody has already heard the news. They already know about the North Wilkesboro Speedway and all the great news there. But we figured we'd take a few minutes to sit down and talk with Terry about how it got to this point and what we have to look forward to going forward. So, Terry, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on. Thanks so much, Matt. My pleasure. Well, you know, so first off, you know, I was I was kind of teasing um, before we came on the air, and I don't want to jump too much into the state side of things right away, but I was like, wow, the fight that it seems like it's taken to make this a realization um, is just, it's, it's mind-boggling to see where so many towns all across the Southeast have not been successful in protecting or revitalizing their speedways, and yet here, it's happening. It, it is happening, right? I mean, this is real, right? <laughs> Oh, it's actually happening, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so give us a little bit of background. Um, tell tell people a little bit about the background and how it came to be that we could see this day now where things are moving forward. Well, I'll tell you my experience with it. Um, started about five years before my husband, Benny Parsons, found out that he had lung cancer. Um, he got a phone call one day from a young man by the name of Stephen Wilson who had a company form called Safe Speedway. And Stephen back then was very young, and he called Benny like a week maybe after our speedway was closed here in the county and said, look, we need to form this group to get the speedway reopened. And Benny tried to explain to him it was too soon. The speedway had not been closed long enough. People had not experienced the economic downfall of the speedway closing. Race fans had around the nation had not raised enough ruckus yet to let people know they were dissatisfied with the fact that our speedway was closed. And so the timing was off. But Stephen continued to call Benny at least once a week. And he was giving him all kinds of research that he had put together and number crunching and all this kind of thing that Benny really got very interested in, of course, because he was born and raised here, Mm -hmm. um, actually in North Wilkesboro, at the hospital in North Wilkesboro. And he grew up here and went to West Wilkes High School and was captain of the football team and the basketball team. And um, so he really had his roots here. And this is where it all began for him. Well, well, and for people that, and, and just real quick, for people that may not know, um, there's probably not many, but just in case there are some that don't know, Benny was a racing champion and an analyst. And so the successes with NASCAR and everything, uh, just, you know, I wanted people to know that in case there's some people out there that didn't know already, wanted to catch them up with that. There's the connection. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was a Daytona 500 winner, mm-hmm. and he was a NASCAR champion, and he's 
in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. That's right. That's why I say there may only be a few out there that don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he was also the first person to ever go over 200 miles an hour qualifying in a stock car. Oh, I thought that was down I-40. No. (laughs) Well, that could have been. Might have been. Might have been. But So continue on. But anyway, after Benny passed away, well, let me back up, about a year before Benny got sick, he decided he wanted to build a house up here at the other end of the street from where he was born and raised. So we had started on a second home here, building it, and um, unfortunately he didn't live to see but maybe 25% of the house complete. And he was also um, growing a vineyard. And um, so he passed away, and I chose to come here to finish the house. I had no other choice. And um, about three months after he passed away, I got a call from Stephen Wilson with Save the Seaway Foundation. And he said, please, don't let this die with Benny. We've got to keep going. We've got to keep going. So I agreed, and we started beating the bushes again um, with the SMI people and, and with everybody that SMI at the time was leasing the Speedway to. So we got caught up, and and I could write a book on just the people that lease this place. But um, Mm -hmm. they all tried, but they failed. And um, we kept going. We knew that our only savior had to be the people that actually own the track. That was the only way we would have any kind of credibility whatsoever. So we kept at it. Well, here we were 15 years later. I've lived here 15 years now. And um, Marcus had his people call me one day and asked Stephen and I to go over to the Speedway for lunch. So we went over to Charlotte um, Motor Speedway for lunch, and we had a long discussion about the track. And Marcus, who is a history buff, said he wanted to come over and look at the track. It had been a lot of years since he had been over here. And uh, he came over with a group of people and just, I mean, he lit up when he walked in that track looking at the historical things that were there and you could tell he really got the feeling of the local community and after that it just took off like gangbusters Hmm. i know it doesn't seem that way to the local people here but for all of us that have been involved in it we know what all smi did to get to this point and it's not as easy as making an announcement that you're going to reopen a place there's a whole lot of background that has to go on to get to this point So for me, it's taken 15 years to get to this point. It was also number three on a list of 10 things that my husband left for me to do for him when he knew he wasn't going to make Mm. it. And so for me, I get to cross off number three, and I now have his list complete. That's 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 so awesome. That's it's a beautiful thing, and 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 I do think that I do think that there is an understanding of the impact that the speedway has on the whole community. You know, it's oh, not definitely. just for race fans or anything. It's for the businesses. It's for oh, yeah. I mean everything, and oh, yeah. you know the fact that the state recognized it by committing what was it? It was almost twenty million dollars, wasn't it? For the, the state. Well, at first it was ten million, and. Yeah. I by no means can take credit for any of that. That was our state representative, Jeffrey Elmore, that got involved in what he saw was a great thing that could happen when the um, funds became available on a federal level and the National Recovery Fund. And uh, Jeffrey and I had many, many, many conversations of how, how we wanted to do this. But Jeffrey Elmore actually went to the state and said, you know, we appreciate the $10 million, but I would like to apply for 20 mm-hmm. 
And so Jeffrey knew that by the time it went through the House and the Senate, that there would be some adjustments made, not only with us, but with the others that had applied for funding as well. And he was correct. Um, $2 million was taken out of the asking price. So we still ended up with $8 million more than the initial was going to be at the $10 million mark. Well, and that's awesome. So I, we I, all owe Jeffrey Elmore a great debt of gratitude for yeah, what and, he did. And it's great, too, that, that only $2 million was you know peeled off of that. Because I had a colonel when I was in the Air Force. He used to say, if you want a pony, start by asking for for um, for a stallion. I learned that a long time ago. My yeah. previous wife, before I married Benny, I was director of tourism for the state of Florida. And I was always told to ask for twice the amount of money that you need because yeah. you're going to end up with half. Well, also because there's a lot of infrastructure things that have to be done. Uh, you know, well, and, you know, yeah. when you talk about water and sewer and electrical and everything, there's a lot of just the dirty behind the scenes stuff that you watch on HGTV when they're knocking down walls. Yeah. And there's a lot of that that has to be done. A lot of those questions now, like I can't see anything going on. What's going on out there? There's going to be months and months of things going on yeah. that nobody's going to be able to see because it's all underground. You know, like the sewer and water that you spoke about, or the electrical. We got to be able to flush toilets and turn on lights before we can do anything else. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I know they all want to see the place painted. That's going to come. But everybody's just, we got to tear down the walls and build a bunch of walls back before all of that's complete. So they got to be patient and hang in there. Yeah, and I, I had somebody, I said, you know, we were going to be doing this episode about the Speedway, and they're like, well, are they going to be doing day and night races, or just day or just night? What's going to, and I was like, I think that might be a little bit early in the process for that. But. Way too early for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, people want to see that checkered flag. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I understand it, yeah. Well, you know, and you mentioned about tourism, you know, and, and you working in tourism, and, and you have a position right now that involves maybe not tourism, but, you know, outside business coming in with Wilkes County film you serve as the commissioner for the wilkes county mm-hmm. film commission and well actually the film has um falls under well it always did in the state of florida for me it fell under tourism and film went together yeah because um the film companies fit the definition of a tourist they're coming in town for a short period of time they're um renting hotel rooms they're renting cars, they're filling their cars up with gas, they're buying different things, and, and uh, like Lowe's hardware, for instance, or to build sets and scenery, they're, they're using caterers, they're eating mm-hmm. in restaurants. So they really do fit the definition of a tourist. Yeah, and, and I imagine having a speedway that is accessible and, you know, doesn't have the scope of, you know, like a Lowe's Motor Speedway, but hey, you can go to the birthplace mm-hmm. of Lowe's and there's a Speedway, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. so it seems like it might be a nice carrot for attracting even more filmmakers to the foothills. and, and to, Oh, it has. Not only that, it's also been the carrot that we have a lot of businesses interested in relocating here. Yeah. So we're getting that offshoot of it as well. Yeah, it's just a whole ripple effect that happens for sure. And Absolutely. one of the things, too, is that, you know, and I'll let you speak to this because you've been around it a lot more than I have, but for areas, in rural areas especially, having something that is accessible nearby gives people an idea 
of maybe career paths or dreams that they have. And, and maybe it's driving a car or maybe it's working a pit crew or maybe it's, you know, an engineer or something. Having all that activity and everything that comes with it, it's also good for the job market of what it can build and give people opportunities for careers just because it's there and they have access to it to see it and experience it and mentor and things like that. Well, that's an excellent point, and we hope that you know, as we get down the line, we hope that we'll be working with the community college as well. Well, you know, our focus is we kind of want to give the graduates of Wilkes Community College a reason to stay here, not go off in other big cities looking for jobs. We want to be able to show them that they've got jobs right here that they can go to mm-hmm. and perhaps get them involved in marketing and advertising and, and the whole realm of the business of the Speedway so that there are all kinds of things that can branch out into that area to keep to show them that they can stay here in this area and find the kind of jobs that they're, they're looking for. Well, and, and I know that um, one of the questions I have to ask you so that I don't get beat up <laughs> is, is there a timeline for people to expect or to look at different benchmarks that are realistic? Because <laughs> I know if I didn't ask you, I, well, I hate to ask because I know as a business person too, I know it's really early in the process, but if I don't yeah, ask it, I'm going to get it's grief. Real, it's real early in the process. <laughs> yeah. And Marcus Smith, the president of SMI, will be the one to make that announcement. But that announcement probably is going to come sooner than you think. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things I can't tell you that um, you're just going to have to wait and see. But um, it's, it's um, we're going to tease you with a little bit of things, and then we're going to have to take time to get a lot of things in order. So um, I think everybody's going to be happy in the long run, and that's the, the end game of it all. Well, it's it's just really exciting news, and that's why I was so excited to talk to you today and, and congratulate you and everybody involved in it because it's a big thing. There's a lot of, like I say, there's a, especially in Western North Carolina, Eastern Tennessee, there's been a real diminishing of you know of the the local speedways and things, and so it's it's a victory. I think a lot of race fans needed. <laughs> well, this this is a victory for all of Wilkes County because yeah. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just Ronald Queen. It wasn't just, you know, certain people that made this happen. What really made the difference this time is the whole community came together. Politicians and John Q. Public taxpayer that lives here all came together for one common cause, and we showed Speedway Motorsports, Inc., the sincerity of this area, wanting our Speedway back. And that is what got the attention of them all. It wasn't just me. It wasn't Stephen Wilson. It wasn't just Ronald Queen, who's the new director of operations for the Speedway here. It was all of the community, and that was what attracted the attention. Well, that is a beautiful statement to end things on. What's the best way for people to keep up with announcements and things going on as, as we progress toward the green flag? Well, NorthWilkesboroSpeedway.com now has their own website up. I'm sure Scott Cooper, who's the PR director, will be releasing things as they become available. He's located, he works for SMI, and he's located over in Charlotte. But I would watch that website for any kind of big announcements as they come along. And then I'm sure you know, read your newspapers and your social media because that seems to be where all the newest information gets leaked the fastest. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I, 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 again, I'm really thrilled to get a chance to talk to you. And, and on behalf of a lot of people that are listening, say thank you for your leadership and, and the hard work you put into this. And, and so we're looking forward to a Parsons 250 at some point. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast. To request an interview spot or to advertise, email info at wilkescountytourism.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.